0: It's been another incredible year of rugby league. He goes! He's the hero! Cap Munster, that's his second try saver. They won't catch Bradley, he's gonna score. Beats one, beats another, muscles his way to the try line. This is a war for the Christian, I love it. For the first time in NRL history, a battle of the West will decide the grand final. Parramatta win! Parramatta win! It's their greatest win! 36 years, they have
1: overcome extraordinary odds, and they have made the grand final for the first time in 13 years, it is resilience
0: from Parramatta, we have not seen the likes of in a long, long time. Don't, Don't get, get it, it twisted. twisted, these two teams hate each other. <laughs> This is a unique rivalry.
2: Lane's gone right through. He
1: gets it away to Gafferson. Two tries on the fifth tackle. Oh, don't you
3: love it? Gives him the toe. One footstep. One footstep. Score.
0: Brian right Cole. One built over 55 years. Still going, Peter The ultimate goal is to make claim to be the real kings of the West. 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 Who would have thought that in 1986, when the Eels won their fourth premiership, they would still be waiting 36 years later for their next? So Melbourne
1: about to celebrate their third grand final victory on a courageous
2: Paramount.
0: Sydney's West is a funny old thing. No one really knows where it starts or ends, but one thing is for sure. Penrith and Parramatta are the heartlands. Rugby league heartlands. My God, they're a good team, Penrith. Oh,
1: Parramatta, don't you love it? There is no better side in rugby league. Whatever happens,
0: they'll be dancing in the streets of the West.
1: West, West,
0: And just like Jimmy said all those years ago... There ain't no second prize. So who will claim rugby league's richest prize? For our great mates at Ream and Mackers Triple M oh, rocks the grand final
4: go, guys and girls. Welcome to Triple M Breakfast with MG, Jess and Paige.
0: Grand Final Weekend is here. Oh, look, this is amazing. And Sydney, if you're driving to work or you're getting ready for work and you're listening to us right now, if you have a friend, inverted commas, who doesn't maybe listen to our show, tell them to tune in because listen to this. We've got Wade Graham. We've got Craig Gower. We've got Brad Arthur. We've got Moesha To'o. On our show, the, the partner of, of Mr. To'o. Uh, we've got the last tickets in Sydney for the grand final. This show today is going to be
3: epic. And can I promise you, if you are a, a, a Penny Panthers fan, Brighton To'o, you're going to find out something about him that the country wouldn't have even suspected really? in 20 minutes.
4: She spills the beans. Yeah. <laughs> you are looking yeah. hot in that Parramatta Eels jersey. Oh, now, yeah. this is the Mitchell Moses jersey that uh, you are wearing this morning, Jess. You look good.
3: Thanks, guys. When I go to the game, when we're at the last Combank Stadium, I actually started to get a bit up myself because people were asking for photos and <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I've made it. And then I heard someone say Come on, quick. We've got to get a photo with Mitchell Moses' jersey.
4: <laughs> then you look at the socials and your head's not actually but in the photo. It's just people <laughs> cuddling up to the jersey.
3: But it's lucky. It's lucky. It's oh, not
0: very man. flattering, I, I'm so lucky. excited. I mean, this is nerve-wracking. This is, this is now the time where the players start to get the little mm. butterflies squirting around in their stomach. They, they start to think about the process. They start to think about Sunday and how it's going to... Even Penrith, who have been there for the last two years, they're going to be freaking nervous. That's Parramatta... Take your time. Take a deep breath. As I say to my gym members, smell the roses, blow out
3: the candles. Well, they sound like excited butterflies. Squirting in your stomach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, news. Some. good news is, though, I did drive past uh, Mitchell Moses' house last night about 8 o'clock and the lights were off. So Would you leave him sleep. alone you, driving was,
4: past his on, house it's at eight, 8 o'clock at night. A, yeah, It's getting
0: beyond a well, no, joke, stalker I had, walker. I was going, going
3: to Woolies. It's on
4: the way. As MG mentioned, it's a massive show. Wade Graham, Craig Gower, Parramatta coach Brad Arthur on grand final eve. Eve and the last tickets to the grand final on Sunday between the Eels and the Panthers. We've been there for it all. Four and 20, Australia's original fan food. But let's do it, MG. The grand final preview. Two sleeps to go. Cannot wait.
0: Well, 1947, the Eels come into the competition. 1967, the Panthers come into the competition. And for a long, long time, Panthers were the little brother of the Eels. Um, The Parramatta Eels, over that span of time, have won four competitions. 81, 82, 83, 86. The Panthers have won three. Um, But over time, that kind of mantle changed somewhat. To a point now where I think Penrith have overtaken Parramatta as the big brother. Parramatta have every chance to... Pull back that mantle on Sunday. This this grand final can't be underestimated as far as intensity goes. Yeah, sure we're neighbours. They're only 20k's from each other. Sure that sure there's a little bit of bitterness, but there about it. But come Sunday, come Sunday at 8pm when this kick off happens, we're going to see something very very special. We're going to see something we saw in Origin three when two worlds collide. When State of Origin happened in in that third game, we all stood up and we couldn't sit down in our seat. Well, I'm telling you now, Sydney, and surrounding areas, in the opening 10 minutes of this game on Sunday, you don't touch that dial. You don't touch your seat. You stay where you are. Don't go and get that last drink. Don't move from your seat if you're listening to us at the ground because the first 10 minutes of this game Mm. are going to be something special. Campbell Gillard up against Fisher Harris. Leodo against Paulo. Kickow Papalihi. But at the end of the day... It comes down to the two number sevens: Nathan Cleary, the game's best player at the moment, and Mitchell Moses, trying to get to that place. And if he wins on Sunday, he inches closer to being equivalent to where Nathan Cleary's at at the moment. Wow. I, I've, just, I've got goosebumps. I've got. Yeah. I'm I, hard cannot as a cat's head. I cannot wait. I <laughs> cannot. Someone Jesus. give me a baseball bat, please. <laughs> Well, the open training sessions are done, the Dally M's are done, now the players and the coaching staff are left to their own devices as Sunday looms between the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels in what shapes to be a historic grand final. And I'm really, really happy to say that on almost on the eve of grand final day, we've got Parramatta's coach Brad Arthur. BA, you've been fantastic to us all year, mate. Thank you so much again for joining us. How are you feeling, my man?
2: Yeah, mate, excited. I uh, can't wait, actually. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're trying to stay in every day as we can and you know, take it a day at a time, but you know, Sunday can't come quick enough for us, but we've still got plenty to, to do between now and then to make sure our prep's right.
0: A lot of people are saying that, obviously, Penrith have had the, the rails run to get to the grand final. You've gone the long way about it um, with no rest, et cetera, but sometimes that's a bonus. Um, how, how are your troops? I think
2: that's best for us, MG. I, I, you know what? Over the last three or four years, I haven't quite nailed down... Um, The long turnarounds, you know, we're not real great off a 12, 13 plus day turnaround at the moment. So it suits us better that we, you know, we're playing week to week. We've got a a big forward pack Um, who just need to keep turning over. You know, Reggie and Junior, we just need to keep turning them over every week. You know, we've managed to freshen them up at times throughout the year. And the boys are feeling really good um, and they're pumped. They can't wait.
0: You have got a massive forward pack. I said through the week, I thought Penrith's forward pack is the most formidable in the competition. I think you're right next to them. I think you're you're breathing down their neck as far as how Sean Lane's come along, Papa a new Cora, who has been starting for you, then Madison comes on, uh, RCG and Paulo and Marnie. It's a complete forward pack, and that's where the battle will be won and lost on the weekend against Penrith's pack. Do you agree?
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. And we know. Uh, we've got some really quality halves as they do, but... Um, whichever forward pack can get on top and provide opportunity, you know, will go a long way. And we, we're not under no illusion of how good their forward pack is. I'm backing our boys 100%, and, you know, I'm oh, really happy with the balance.
4: Brad, yesterday, David Riccio told us that you guys are, aren't going into camp ahead of the grand final. You want everyone living their lives, sleeping in their own bed. Is this true, and what's the thinking behind that? Yeah,
2: look, we're in my time with this team, I've um, come to learn a lot about them. And, you know, they, they're very routine driven um, and we just want to keep it as normal as possible on the days that we're training I want them to be focused on training on the days that we've got to give time to the, the media and the fans I want them to focus on that and then the, the, the days that they got off I want them to be with their family And you know, I don't need to build the game up to be any bigger than it is, the occasion is big enough, the team that we're playing, playing keeps us grounded so the boys are quite aware of what's ahead of them and it's the biggest game of their life, I don't need to add to the anxiety of it
3: As an Eels fan, I was in the Eels fan section at their last home game last week against the Raiders. I watched growing men cry. You getting through that match. I saw your smile on your face. And I just want to repeat a couple of things back to you. Self-implosion from Brad to worse. Blowtorch, you've been called everything under the sun this season, but you kept your head high and you told them all to go F themselves by getting into the grand final. (laughs) What did that feel like to tell everybody that they were wrong? Oh,
2: it's it's not, it's more than that, it's not about, um, you know, everyone's saying we've got a siege mentality. We don't have a siege mentality. I haven't talked to the players about it's us versus the world. It's, it's about us. We've got, we we need to cherish every day and we've got more than enough motivation for why we want to play and why we want to win. We've got long suffering fans, we've got family members that have had to go through it. You focus on the most important thing, which is the players. They've got enough to play for themselves um, and, and I've told them, make it about yourselves. You know, like, be selfish and go after it and get what you deserve.
3: There's kids listening right now to ya. Those kids might one day be told you can't do something. What would you say to those kids? Because I think you've got the best blinkers you know, in the biz. What, what would you say to those kids?
2: Well, you know, at the moment what's working for us, we're focusing a day at a time i being the best weekend, you as an individual, and um, having no regrets. And I started in my coaching in the bush, and I just worked hard, and I got a few lucky breaks, but you don't get any luck unless you, you're putting yourself in the, in the shop window with you working hard and just got to keep getting up once you get punched in the face and keep walking into it, and you'll come out on top. How good.
0: Yeah, the one thing I admire about you, B.A., is you've never, you've never changed. You mentioned you started in the bush. First times I met you was up at Cairns when you were captain coach up there, and you had the same drive, you had the same sense of humour, you are the same humility. And uh, Sunday is a massive day for your club. May the best team win in this historic Battle of the West. We wish you all the luck, my man.
2: No, I really appreciate the support from you guys all year, and we're going to go out and we're going to have a red hot crack at it. Oh, we bloody
0: good love you. P.S., Thanks, can you champion. get
3: Mitchell Moses some ear, um, like some some things to block out the newborn baby cry because we really need to have him at a <laughs> sleep. He needs his sleep. Has he got a separate room or something? Have you worked at it? Can he sleep at your house, Brad, or something?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, he'll drive me crazy. He can stay with me. <laughs> good on you, B.A. Good love luck, you. buddy. All uh, right, thank you.
0: Well, our next guest played 238 games from his beloved Panthers. He scored 55 tries. He debuted when he was a 17-year-old school kid. He's a fantastic young player. He was the captain of the 2003 Premiership-winning Panther teams. Really happy to say that we've got on the line... Craig Piglet-Gower. Hey, Gowie. How are you, my man?
1: And G. How are you, brother?
0: We are pumped. Let's go back to when you won the competition in 2003. Tell us about that. I mean, because Parramatta are going through the same thing. They say you got to lose one to win one, but you guys didn't. What was the week like for you in 2003?
1: Uh, I, I was talking that's about, about it. it. was a pretty cruisy week for us. You know, we didn't feel the pressure of, of the whole situation. We were actually embracing it, really enjoying the, enjoying the moment. Uh, you know, it, it's a big week, and uh, I think the biggest thing is actually you know, trying to take it that way as well. You know, you, it's, you don't come across these these situations that often, and and you're that's the thing that you got to embrace and you have got to really enjoy. And you've worked all your life to get to those moments, and you know it's not easy to do, and you need the right team to do so. And and thankfully we we had that in 2003.
0: That moment when you are playing in a grand final, it happened to me late in the game when Roy scored in the corner with about three minutes to go. Was there a moment in the 2000 grand final where you knew you had him?
1: Uh, certainly was when you know Prudhoe went to the left oh, and you know we're all sitting up on the right trying to kick a field goal and you know he's gone down <laughs> the blind side. So he was copping a spray when he was going down that, that left side and then he's thrown that twenty meter cutout to to Luke through Rudy's chest and he's gone over. That was the the moment we thought, oh well, we haven't got it sealed and delivered, but we're up by twelve and eight minutes to go or something. We just had to defend it out and the Roosters were a great side, so. You really couldn't rest on your laurels. You just you had to you know close it out, and thankfully we did.
0: Being one of the Panther greats, um, you got your name on the grandstand uh, with Moran and Alexander, which is a fantastic honour. When you look at this current squad, three grand finals in a row. What's, what, what's your impressions?
1: Uh, they're a fantastic team. You know you, they're going to go down as one of the greats, especially if they get the job done. You can just see what the club's done in itself. They've had the right pathways and where these young guys have nourished and and come through and i think it's just a credit to the to the club itself they have invested in the youth of of the game especially out west and uh and it's paying dividends uh tenfold and if they continue on this path it's you know i can't see why success can't keep continuing uh you know out this way
0: we're very lucky in the, in, in the studio we have a young boy doing some work experience his name is buzz rothfield he'd like to ask you a question if that's okay.
1: Oh, big Buzzy, Yeah, no doubt.
4: <laughs> yeah, g'day, Craig. How you going, mate? It's Buzz. Look, I know you're in the box the other week with Lou Ivanovic. I was just wondering, you're gonna be there on Sunday, and if you got a spare ticket for your mate Buzz to come along?
1: Uh, unfortunately, Buzz, not for you, mate. You know, uh, oh. we've we've had some uh, conflict, but we've we've actually got over that over the last couple of years. So, uh, but uh, unfortunately, I'll be working myself, mate. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, don't have one, I don't have a spare ticket for
4: you. Mate, you mentioned conflict. It reminds me of the time Sturlow tried to fight me in a shopping centre. He came up and he said, Buzz, do you want to go? I said, Peter, we're in Country Road and I've got five stints in me, heart." <laughs> <laughs> I've got no
3: reply to
1: that one.
4: <laughs> All right, see you, Gary. Thanks anyway, mate. No.
0: Go on, you Buzz. Go, uh, go and answer some phones, Buzzy.
3: Yeah, Buzz. We also want to thank you for your beautiful work the other day. You visited with MG, with our Random Acts of Kindness, Steph, 31, battling breast cancer and has been told she's only got a couple of weeks to live. We know that MG and you were her heroes. And for her, you to walk through that door and give your time, and not only give your time, but your love, you're a good man.
1: Yes, I think that's the least we could do. You know, like this disease is affecting you know, a, a lot of females and, you know, cancer in itself, so to play plays just a small role and to put a smile on her face and self and enjoy, it's you know, it's an absolute pleasure and, it's emotional when you do that sort of stuff because you can see what you know, what families you're going through and it certainly hits you in the heart.
0: You're a beautiful man, brother. Mm. You're a beautiful man. Before we let you go, the, the score and the Clive Churchill medalist, please.
1: <laughs> uh, score, I think it's going to be uh, say 26-14 20, to Penrith. And uh, I'm going to go... Left field. I'm going to say Dylan man of the
0: match. Yeah, right. We can't wait to see you, brother. Go the Mighty Panthers. Yeah, exactly, MG. Thanks very much, buddy.
4: It's time for MG's Power Rankings, the daily top five list about anything but all this week. It's Grand Final-themed Panther.
0: It has been page week. Uh, page week. Page week. We yeah. and no, it's and just done A. one. He's all right. And um, keeping in the, uh, in the in the mode of uh, the grand final week, we had the greatest Parramatta players. We had the greatest Penrith players. We had the greatest grand finals of all time. And today, the top five most memorable moments of, ga- of pre-game entertainments <laughs> in the NRL, and I mean memorable because some are good and some aren't
4: bad, but we remember them. Five.
0: Well, 1999. The stadium was open. The Olympics were about to be upon us. 107,000 people um, poured into the stadium, the Olympic Stadium, to see. Basically, Vanessa Omorossi, beautiful singer, human nature, and Hugh Jackman sing. But if long COVID had a sound, this would sound like this. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
4: oh, is, it, is it the lowest of the on,
3: lows man. to be compared to long COVID <laughs> oh. by MG? I reckon
4: he's being very generous. Yeah. That it sounds more like that movie like... where Tom Hanks lost all that weight really quickly. Oh, Cast Away. Yeah, Away. Yeah. Sure.
0: yeah. Um, look, then things turned around beautifully in 2007 when our very own Hoodoo uh, Gurus. Um, changed their uh, iconic rendition of uh, What's My Scene to That's my team. That's my team. I dare say that's probably more popular than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 1991, when I played in my grand final, we got word that it was a low budget year because the <laughs> New South Wales Rugby League we were doing it a little bit hard, and they, they went out with a, an Elvis impersonator <laughs> called young blood.
3: This is where <laughs> you're joking. Are you joking? Yeah. Are you taking a piss?
0: No, have a listen. <laughs> That's
3: from your game.
0: That's before our game. He's not that bad. Well, they should have asked Mooney to come out and do the Elvis and then go back in and play the game. Like really?
3: Was were t- people getting into it? Like were the players oh, getting? into <laughs> I was, I was. <laughs> I could have you. Yeah. Fired you up
4: for the win In the grand
3: final Well yes. in
0: 2002 we had our own meatloaf Before meatloaf was meatloaf at the <laughs> AFL His name was Billy Idol And he loved his footy <laughs> Alright
3: You ready to rock? Are there any Warriors fans here? Are there any Roosters fans here?
2: Just wait for some
0: power! <laughs> st- and word is that he's still waiting for his power. <laughs> so that was on a hovercraft, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was on and- a hovercraft and there was no power to the, the PA that he was supposed to sing. I'm like, come on man, someone's <laughs> someone's asking is really really kicked for so that. To- I-, I couldn't wait to see Billy Otto sing, but he, he didn't sing. One. <laughs> um one of the best grand finals of all time voted in our power rankings yesterday were the Cowboys v Broncos. Um, and before the game of that game. It was Jimmy and Chisel. They sing nothing but their top hits on Grand Final day, like it, it's going to be this Sunday. So, for number one, let's just play out this one, Jimmy.
1: Yeah.
3: With the cheaper airlines, it's not. Sometimes they're just grounded. Maybe sometimes they don't ever leave Sydney and make you it, make it, get a hotel worth eight hundred bucks. And never cancelled. So,
4: no. Cannot wait to <clears> see <throat> Jimmy Sunday. Speaking of the grand final, time for the footy tips. Don't worry about me; I'm third place, way out of it. But the race for the lead is very close. Jess, one hundred and twenty-five points. Mm. MG, one hundred and twenty-six points. You are one point behind. Jess. The question is MG, how many points is the grand final worth? One or two. Uh, how many how many behind are you? Not telling. Oh, I'm I'm ten behind you MG. Okay, it's worth ten points. Okay, you can still great. win. You can still win.
3: Okay. <laughs> no, he can't technically he can only draw if you give ten points.
0: <laughs> now this is this is the most intriguing grand final for a while. Why? Because these two teams who are basically next door neighbours, it's the first time they've met in grand final history. It's a, it's an unbelievable it's an unbelievable emotion. Out west at the moment, it's rampant. Penrith and Parramatta fans are just going through the roof. So as I look at this game, I obviously am a Panther man through my head and my heart. I, I really can't see them losing this game. I think it's going to be very, very close up until about 20 minutes to go. So maybe 12-all or even 16-all. And then I think Penrith will put their foot down the accelerator. And I think it will be on the back of Nathan Cleary. Um, and I see Penrith winning 26 points to 16 I see an anytime try scorer in Isaac Tago, and I see the Clive Churchill medalist being Isaiah Okay.
3: okay. I see Eels, 14, Panthers, 10.
4: Ooh, low scoring.
3: Anytime try scorer, Sivo. Churchill medalist. I feel like Moses has been preparing his entire life for this moment. And there's only one time in your life that you get to cement yourself to be the next Nathan Cleary. And I think that that little fella is way too stubborn to give that chance up. So I think the Churchill medalist will be Moses.
4: Okay. I'm going to say Panthers... (laughs) 32-10. Thirty-two, <laughs> oh, ten. Anytime yeah. try scorer. I've written down Sevo as well. Hard to go past that oh, for a Civo. bet. And the Churchill medalist. Don't worry about the next Nathan Cleary. I'll just go the guy that's already Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary for Churchill nice. medalist. I there think- you go. That is unreal. Well,
3: hopefully, Nathan Cleary will be trying to be the next Mitchell Moses. Next. That's That's a comprehensive. I like, it, I like what
0: you. I like you. I like you. You gave me a bit of goosebumps here, Jesse. mate, even though you are a para fan. I, I like the passion. The passion is is unbelievable. It's going through the roof. Yeah. So good luck to both the both teams. May the best team. May the best Westie team win. And
4: we've mm. got to pick what minute the first bunker error will be. But anyway, hopefully uh, that doesn't happen. Thirty, 30 seconds. seconds.
3: So <laughs> you need to you need to <laughs> that a little. Off. Thirty right, seconds. There are the kick tips. Off, you're awesome. Thanks to
4: Toyota. Get the f- Toyota <laughs> forklift advantage. All right, guys, we've got to get out of here. We're running late. But before we go, we have to address the rivalry here, MG. Your Penrith Panthers taking on Jesse May's Parramatta Eels.
0: Yes, um, we've discussed at length. We've had a fantastic show today, and thank you to everyone who's contributed. All our callers: Wade, Graham, Craig Gower, Brad Arthur. Um, on the eve of a or the the penultimate, penultimate eve of a grand final. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's an issue in this room that we want to address. And obviously, I'm a mad Panther. Jesse May's a mad Eel, and we've been we've been discussing over the last hour about exactly what we can do for a bet. Yes, um, and what have we come up with, Jesse Mo?
3: <laughs> well, you tell uh, you
0: tell our listeners
3: that our two brilliant minds have have come together to create some magic, uh, a very highly sophisticated, education piece of magic, and uh, that yeah. is, if uh, Eels win, you have to get my face tattooed on your ass, okay. uh, and if Panthers win, I have to get your face tattooed on my ass. And yes. I told Norm that, and the thought of him looking at your face every time we make love. It's something he.
0: That's a lot of to. information. He's like, he's, I didn't know he'd do it that way. I'm anyway, I don't um, know. Like I'm,
3: so I'm normally so I've, asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got.
0: Okay, so in the ad break, then uh, <laughs> while the song was on, I called Jamie from uh, Death or Glory Tattoo Parlour at St Mary's. Mm. He's going to do the tattoos for us. So we've got the tattooist no. locked in. Has, now he, we've so has he got 30 this,
3: fingernails? He's a, high, like he's a very good tattooist. A beauti- okay.
0: Jimmy's a beautiful man. He's done all my ink all over my body. So. Okay, that's it. So if I lose, Parramatta win, I've got to get your face tattooed on my bum. Yeah. And if Penrith win, you've got to get my face tattooed on your bum.
3: Yes, please, if that's okay. I mean, <laughs> not please if I you on mine. Uh, also, uh, I am very honoured because um, Gus Warland's face is also tattooed on your ass. It's, oh, it's a real hall of famer.
0: I'm developing a bit, a bit of a round, Mount Rushmore on my ass. Okay. Yes, really,
3: but I like, don't mind like, it. I you don't like mind the it. hallway. No
0: one else, no one else sees it. Can, Can I
3: choose like the, the position hallway leading into? To, can you choose to, to the position? Parliament
4: House. Yeah, can I choose the exact yeah. position of the bum tattoo? Because oh. I was thinking it'd be great if MGS on your bum that he could have one blue eye and one brown eye.
3: Oh, David <laughs> Bowie style. You might want to get his eyebrows waxed. <laughs> David, <laughs> Bowie. A David Bowie.
4: David Bowie. Lock it in. That's the <laughs> bet. <gasps> okay, guys. Oh, okay, okay
3: Dan. You know, well,
0: good luck on Sunday. May the best Westie team win. You know, yeah. And let's hope there's no. Let's hope on on Tuesday when we come back, there's no controversy to talk about. But. Good luck, Jesse May. Good luck, Pagey. Good luck, Parramatta fans.
3: Let's go, Panthers. Yeah, let's go, the Eels. But you're exactly right. What a great couple of teams to be spending the time with. So, Brendo, next. Have a great
4: long weekend.
2: Eels.